You're listening to EG News, the podcast, the official podcast of the East Greenwich News publication produced by Nova Pro Media. Please visit eastgreenwichnews.com and join our newsletter so you can stay up to date with everything going on in our community. While you're at it, don't forget to hit that subscribe or follow button on this podcast so you can be notified every time we upload a new episode. And as always, don't forget to follow us on your favorite social media platform. And now, here's the show. Hi, everyone. It's Elizabeth McNamara from East Greenwich News, and I'm here today with Joni Hinman. Hello. And our special guest is Lynn Inicelli. Hello, everyone. Len is on our board, but he is also the REMAX. He and his brother David own the REMAX um, office here in town, and they've been part of the community for a long time. And of course, we have Jesse over there on controls. Hi, Jesse. Um, so we're here today because we're actually talking about something that Len brought to a board meeting. He's been on our board for a couple of years, and he brought it to our board meeting with a lot of enthusiasm. I don't know, a year and a half ago now or Mm -hmm. something like that. Tell us about what you you were suggesting. Well, I experienced it in Nantucket. Mm -hmm. Like those of us in East Greenwich that have the Odeum, in Nantucket they have the Dreamland Theater. And they had been having, going on two years, an event called the Shock Tank Pitch Event, Pitch Nantucket. And... I looked at it, and I read about it, talked to people about it, and it seemed like such a fun opportunity to bring the community together. And it's just been very successful for them, and I thought we could do this in East Greenwich. Looking for new inventions or expansions of businesses, new ideas. it's, It's an entrepreneurial thing, but it can be in the arts. It can be in music. It could be science. Mm-hmm. could be mm-hmm. hospitality, could be a food, a beverage. And, you know, when I looked at who they had, because I started watching, streaming some videos of the previous years, it didn't seem like anything that was not possible for us to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, frankly, we've got some good resources with Brown and RISD, URI. and New England Tech. New England Tech. And that's just what started to happen. We ended up with a lot of interest coming out of the colleges. So they were, some of them, um, you're going to see the night of the show, are in their 30s. Some are in their 20s. Mm-hmm. So so basically, we put out the call. You know, there was a lot of back, you know, backstage sort of figuring out how, how to pull it together. Mm-hmm. Who did we need to pull this event off? Len, you've spent, I don't know, a lot of time on this. A lot of this. hours. Um, and also needing to get people to donate to for the grand prize because, of course, the number one idea, which we will, which will be decided at September twentieth at the Greenwich Odeum, will get a check for ten thousand dollars. What a great yeah. prize! I mean, that's a fantastic dollar amount. I think so. And in addition to that, I thought we'd give them a package of uh, of assistance, if you will, that they could utilize in getting their businesses off the ground. Um, there's a, a few of us on the board at EG News that can help with that relative to maybe a branding, graphics, uh, contracts. I mean, we've got a real diverse group of, of um, members on the board that I thought I'd reach out to them to see if they could help with that. Oh, that sounds good. Mm. I mean, it, it it is nice. We do have a nice, round, well-rounded board with a lot of different talent. And um, so... 
you started asking, you know, looking around or we put out the pitch for pitch ideas and, um, and they started to come in. How many did we field well, all together? When we started, it was pitchy scrinnage, right. pitchy G. And I think we worked at that diligently for about 60 to 90 days, but we were not coming up with a lot of applicants. In fact, I think at the maximum we had about six, mm-hmm. which wasn't enough. And Joni, you recall you were working hard with me on that. Right. We had to we had to make it a little bigger. In the we smallest a, state, yeah. we couldn't go with just one town. Yep. Especially a small town. We think yeah. we're very special here in East Greenwich, and we are. Right. But, but for a first time event it, too, yeah. people, you know, were just kind of yeah. you know how it is. You you have so many things in your feed and everything else, you just kind of gloss over mm-hmm. them. Uh, what's this? So then it became a statewide contest. Well, to our to, we were so surprised that we were able to get the URL for Pitch Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. We were able to, to to utilize that without any hindrance. I thought for sure someone else over the past decade had used pitchri dot uh, com or an email pitchri, but they hadn't. So we kind of slid right into that space, mm-hmm. and that kind of broadened our opportunity. You know, we we had been getting good advice from people in this particular space. Um, and that came, Elizabeth, some of it came from you. Mm-hmm. And those folks gave us direction as to who we should be talking to and maybe who should we be, who, who should we be um, meeting with. Yeah, we can't forget Dr. Pat Page. Page. And yes. I've been meeting yes. with Dr. Uh, Page the, regularly. Now the principal of East Greenwich yeah, High School. she's a super lady. And she's done a lot of work with entrepreneurial um, ideas and kind of sparking those sorts of ideas among EGHS yeah. students. So, Well, and they directed me to the Cambridge Innovation Center, mm-hmm. which is uh, where the new pedestrian bridge is downtown in the Knowledge District. Mm-hmm. And it's an amazing space that I get Gina Robundo spearheaded. And I, had, I started spending time there, going to their pitch events, which they have on a regular basis, see how they do it, where are they getting these people from, um, I realized a lot of them were young, you know, they had, mm-hmm. it was their first business opportunity and it's basically an incubator, the whole Cambridge in- Innovation Center. So that was very helpful. And from there, we kind of customized PMC has been behind us 110%. Local company. Local media company. And PMC was really helpful and we would brainstorm with them and, like, how do we get to this audience? And a, a lot of their folks were honestly probably in their 20s, maybe 30. And they said, let's go to the colleges. And that's what we did. We started using social media to get to the, the kids at RISD and Brown, URI. And we started getting more and more applications. We got up mm-hmm. to about 30, I think, what, 33, 34 Wow. Of course, yeah. right down to the wire the day of us making a decision. That's right. We were all in there looking at these applications, and suddenly there was a new one. Yeah. And then by the end of the day, because I think it was, you know, midnight cutoff, yeah. there were two more. So There was two more by midnight. That's yeah. true. And we actually, one of them kind of bumped somebody out and made it to the final four. Yeah, it, it was interesting to look at these because you kind of, you realize putting a pitch together... 
you know, to show to people, Len had been talking to some of these people, but for someone like me looking at these applications, yeah. I didn't know anything. And so some of them made a lot of sense. Some of them sounded good, but maybe certain elements weren't quite mm-hmm. right. You know, you realize these are people just kind of trying to put it all together. And um, I think about just starting EG News a few years ago, I've learned a whole lot. You know, I feel like I, I'm kind of, I know a lot now about this business that I didn't know when we started. So there's always a learning curve, um, but it was a lot of fun to hear some of those ideas. Is that one of the reasons um, you decided to sponsor this event, EG News? Um, kind of. I mean, you know, basically it was Len's enthusiasm. You know, he, he is an enthusiastic person and he had already carried off this um, cool event. I don't know, what's the name of that? The Real Regatta mm-hmm. down in uh, Greenwich Cove um, where he got all these real estate companies to donate money to GBSA for um, new sales. And yeah. then all the real estate companies would get on boats and they'd have a little regatta one night during the summer, yeah. and it's just kind of a neat event. And um, you seem to have a good way, Len, of, of bringing people in. And sure enough, you have to this event. So you kind of swayed us. And of course, we liked that EG focus. Now that it's Pitch RI, okay, maybe not quite as EG focused, except that the night of the event is actually happening in our town. And we mm-hmm. have a neat tie-in with um, a charity that I think we're going to be hearing more about kind of moving sure. into Rhode Island. You will. And, um, and it ties in not only because it's at the Odium, but we have all these great restaurants downtown, and it's going to help this charity as well as we're going to have this event. So tell us a little bit about Friends of Jack. Well, I was introduced to the Friends of Jack from a colleague that worked. He's on their board. And they've been so successful over the past three or four years in Massachusetts that they wanted to expand. And they heard about the restaurant scene in East Greenwich, which is a big part of how they fundraise. They work with local restaurants, and they have a sharing opportunity for them where they blast info on social media about the restaurant, and then they they participate with some of the revenue on those given on any given day or night, whenever it might be. In our case, September twentieth. September twentieth. September twentieth, which is a Wednesday Wednesday night. Be there. Usually yeah. great weather that time of year and a nice time to be but, on Main Street. But actually, I think it could be any time during the day. I don't even think it has it to be at have night. Doesn't have to be right? in the evening. Yeah, raise the bar, which is a morning place, is going to host, and we've got the harborside in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And the Oyster Bar later Rent, in the, the Greenwich Bay Oyster Bar, Greenwich the one Bay on Main Oyster Street. Bar. Well, we tried to keep everybody close to the Odium, where the event for the pitch event is going to take place, mm-hmm. which is at seven thirty. Actually, six thirty doors open, seven thirty for the event. So you could go out to dinner. You know, maybe get to a restaurant at five thirty or six. Have a nice dinner. Did we did we cover all over. of the participating restaurants though? No, we haven't. Yeah, um, we have five. Five altogether. So there's Raise the Bar, which is, of course, the great smoothie place on Main Street. And then we have Finn's Which, which you look at while you're eating donuts, right? Right next door. <laughs> yeah, Don't tell anybody. Sorry, that's the sorry. one. I'm trying to support need, okay? <laughs> um, everybody goes to Raise the Bar. And um, so we have, um, we have that. We have Finn's Harborside. You can go there for lunch or dinner. 
and the proceeds will benefit um, some of the proceeds. We have Greenwich Bay Oyster Bar, which is on Main Street. You can just get some oysters and then head on into the, the Odium. Um, and then we also have, oh, um, Union on Main, which mm-hmm. is open. I don't know if they're still open for breakfast, but they may well be open breakfast, lunch, dinner. Um, and then we have our brand new entrance, which is Scotty's. Oh, can I just say formerly Huck's? Formerly it, Huck's. It's, it's Rhode Island. This is yeah. how it's we know formerly things. formerly Huck's, but it's Scotty's Salomaria. <laughs> Sol- Sol- I haven't been Solomaria. in yet. They just opened. I haven't either. I can't yeah. believe it. I, um, I, I actually liked Huck's, but Scotty's sounds good. I hear there's yep. prosciutto hanging from yep. the rafters. Looks or... that way. I've only glazed through the windows. <laughs> so people don't need to do anything or say anything. Just if they happen yeah. to go to any of those... If they, or if they make a point of going to any of those places on September 20th, mm-hmm. a portion of the proceeds will go to Friends of Jack, and they in turn pass it along to Hasbro. Correct. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And so Friends of Jack, from what I've gleaned, I was talking with the executive director, Peter Cahino, earlier today. They had hoped to get here, but crazy weather today. Um, ended yeah, this up is the tornado. day of the tornado, which yeah, is just it was a nuts. tornado in the founder's hometown, but Peter is the executive director and he he kind of filled me in on what they do and it's I mean I have to admit it's it's close to my heart he he asked me he said he asked do you know what a child life specialist is and um and he, you know and I said well actually I know really well what a child life specialist mm-hmm. is and um, um they are people who are in, work in children's hospitals to kind of help kids deal with a pending surgery or post-op, or even if they're, you know, just there for an illness or whatever, they might come and bring um, books to you, or they might try to find a PlayStation, or they might um, find all sorts of different things to help make a child's life better while they're in the hospital. But the secret actually is that it's, they're not just there for the child. They're there for the whole family. So it turns out that, um, Jack is a young man who's now 12, who was born with an illness, um, or no, he was he was born, but at two he was diagnosed with with a growth on at the back of his skull, and um, he's had a lot of surgeries, and it's out of his life that this whole foundation was um, formed, um, and he ended up at one point he was in intensive care um, in a coma, and for about five weeks or something like that. And his mom became so indebted to the child life specialist, they couldn't really do anything for poor Jack, but they were helping Jill a lot. And so it was out of that, when she was able to walk out of the hospital with her son, she said, you know, I want to do something to bring this service, these wonderful people into other hospitals. They're not like doctors and nurses, you can't quite bill insurance. You cannot bill insurance for them. And so they tend to be um, supported through philanthropy. So so there is a child life specialist at Hasbro that is being, um, their salary is being paid for by Friends of Jack. They are also one in a hospital in New Bedford, St. Luke's, and then there's an outpost of Boston Children's at North Dartmouth. And so that's what this money, and that that's a lot. You're paying for a whole person's salary, probably, you know, their, their insurance, that whole piece. And they make it, they try to make a commitment for three years. So it's not a kind of a one and done, which is a, a big deal. 
That's wonderful. Yeah. I've met some of those parents. They have an event every year, which is their primary fundraiser. And I've met some of those parents that had children that benefited from them. And they just can't say enough for the work that Jill's done and Peter. Yeah, it it, it makes a huge difference. I, you know, having our son James has been in the hospital a lot. And so my husband used to call them the child life specialist, he called them happiness facilitators because they just, they were not the ones poking and prodding. They were the ones trying to, you know, which has to get done, but they're the ones who make, make everything just a little nicer for you. And maybe it's just to figure out, oh, can we get this person, a mom, a pillow so that she'll be able to be more comfortable when she sleeps or, you know, really small things like that, that can make a lot of difference. So, so it's a great charity. They also provide teddy bears to um, agencies and departments that deal with children in crisis. So it might be the fire departments would have some teddy bears for children or police uh, police departments or emergency rooms, obviously. Um, Some government agencies that might deal with children in crisis. And apparently that the, they come with a cape and a mask and that's because sometimes when Jack had to have something hard happen at a hospital, his mom would say, put on the cape, put on the mask, and you're a superhero now. You can do this. And um, according to Peter, it really worked. Jill was very convincing, and Jack was able to, to put up with a lot because of that. So anyway, this is a really nice charity that we hope we'll, we'll hear more about here in Rhode Island. Um, and we're going to do our part here in East Greenwich on September 20th. Right, the very first very first event in EG. What a nice partnership I between so. Friends of Jack and Pitch RI. And they're going to they're going to have flags flying on all those restaurants and oh, they'll out, they'll outfit them and dress them up a little bit so people will be able to recognize which restaurants are supported. Those are the restaurants that Those are the night. restaurants that, yeah. that evening. And then over to the Odium Mm-hmm. The event, as you said, doors open at 6.30. The yeah. event starts at 7.30. And there are four finalists, four inventors who are going to present their idea Correct. while waiting to see who gets the grand prize. Do you want to know who those four people are? Sure. I'm not going to tell you. Okay. Uh, but you tell could us tell us about are. the judges. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've, got, I've got the judge. The judges. You get the rundown there. Yeah. Well, first we have to talk about our great host for the night. Yeah. Can you tell they are both radio people or radio TV, and television and TV people? Will Will Gilbert and Jess Shiano. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Will, of course, is from the road show, and Jeff Jess is from uh, ninety two Pro FM, and so they are pros. We have you know, so we will be in good hands that night. And guess who happens to be providing music that night? None other than the EGHS Jazz Band. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of their members is was so good that he just played with other Allstate members over at yes, the Newport Folk uh, Jazz, jazz Festival. Festival. So so we've got a treat there. That jazz band is always terrific. So they are they signed on immediately as soon as they were asked. And they're, then we have they're our, excited too. They really are. Yeah. So we have and then we have our judges. Mm-hmm. The rundown is Heather Provino Scanlon and she's the managing partner of the Scanlon Group. And uh, we have Greg Dantis mm-hmm. of uh, RI Real Estate Services, a home, hometown boy. 
Stephen Hardy, the managing partner of Gatsby Companies, and then Holly Ferreira, senior vice president of Greenwood Credit Union, right here in EG, right? She's, she's she in Warwick. Here? She's in Warwick. But um, so a nice round of judges. I think we're going to have some fun with them. You probably know them better than I do. So I do, and I think they've all got a great sense of humor and a lot of enthusiasm for what they do. And they don't they they were involved in a lot of different things. So I thought they were a good match for entrepreneurs that have ideas, whether it's science or food and beverage or it could be healthcare. And that's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, of the 35 or so applicants we had, a number of them would come. They were all diverse. And I think that's going to make it an interesting evening. Yeah. We'd, and we'd love to have a, a big audience for this. First time yeah. event, and it's probably going to snowball from here. But tickets are available at the Odium. Mm-hmm. And, and at Um If you just go to events, you're going to find pitch under, you know, it's chronological. And um, the tickets are very reasonable. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think so, too. So I hope that everybody considers coming out for Pitch Rhode Island. You can learn more about it on the pitchri.com website, or you can go to the greenwichodium.com and find out more there too. Good job, Lenny. Thank you for inviting me. Congratulations for getting this going so far. And um, thanks to everybody. I guess that's it for wraps us up for the August podcast. Ta-ta. You've been listening to the EG News Podcast, the official podcast of the East Greenwich News Publication. If you haven't already, head on over to eastgreenwichnews.com and sign up for our newsletter so you can be notified of everything that's going on in our community. And also hit that follow or subscribe button so that you can be notified every time we upload a new episode.